You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. Just a Sarah was rocking out to that, I have to say, when we were watching. But oh, yeah, well, Marissa was walking, rocking out to it, too. All right, well, I <laughs> was Roxy rocking out to it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we all were. We all agree. It's amazing. Welcome to AfterBuzz's Glee After Show. Um, so, let's start by introducing the panel. I'm Stephanie. I'm Roxy. I'm Sarah. And I'm Marissa. Uh, we are so excited about this episode. It is, of course, Season 5, Episode 13, and it's called New Directions. It's kind of Part 2 of the 100th in a lot of ways. Uh, we still had all those characters back for this episode, so it was a fun one, for I'm sure. I'm glad they, they did two-part kind of episode special, because seeing all of our favorite original cast members back for just one episode is not enough. Yeah, right? it would have felt short and yeah, exactly not enough would have been and, a tease and the 101 yeah. is just as important as the 100 yeah mm-hmm. and they proved that tonight let's make it 102 and 103 with them and 470 <laughs> <laughs> keep going i feel like the last two episodes have been a fast forward like we've kind of been waiting for major changes this season i feel like all all the time we talk about it mm-hmm. and Episode 100 and 101 have been just on fast forward. We had graduation tonight, the ending of the Glee Club, all of these major things that have been kind of alluded to all season. Right. I don't know how they could possibly keep up with this pace because literally it's like the last few episodes have been a different show than the first half of the season. Um, I know that a lot of fans were getting disappointed in Glee and... The Gleeks are back because this show is kicking butt. Honestly, the, especially these last two. Like, come on. How do you, how do you not call yourself a, if you're an original Gleek, then you loved it. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. I can't okay. remember a time when all of us have been so excited walking into the room just being like, this was the best. And, yeah. and just so excited to talk about the episode. And so, some, they're doing something right, obviously. And I think the Glee creators and producers, they're very self-aware of the, the audience and their reactions to every episode. And when they realize that, you know, you bring in these new, new directions and people aren't really liking them as much as the original. Mm-hmm. So they have to change things up to keep that audience still going. And I think that that was where their self-awareness came in. It was like, we got to change things. We got to switch up the story, bring our original people back to keep the fans right. happy. And also because they did bring the original people back, I feel like they were like, all right, guys, we're doing this. Let's actually, let's make it big since we're going to have all of the old crew and the new crew together. They're Might also, as well milk it for all we can. A hundred percent. They're also using it as this major transition. It, we have heard for a long time that the show is moving mostly to New York. And kind of tonight we saw the ending of the Glee Club, which, I mean, for me... Like, as a person, all of us have watched from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Kind of 
painful. It felt like, you know, when you move out of your dorm room, it had that feeling of that empty, empty space, like all these amazing memories that happened in that room when they were all gone. Absolutely. That's actually funny that you said that because it reminded me of just that, moving out of my dorm room and and sitting in the middle of the floor and looking around being like, remember what this once was (laughs) and everything this meant. And, And they were sitting there and yeah, I really got nostalgic about it. And I think that it was just fitting that we had April Rhodes back with us and Holly and just the fact that they could all be a part of this episode. And yeah. and we really did see the Glee Club coming to an end. And Will kept saying that and Sue and just everything. Mm-hmm. I love that they still kept fighting even through this episode. Holly and April tried their darndest to keep the Glee Club alive and, yeah. and even Will and... Um, I feel like they gracefully said goodbye to it in this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been hearing from fans all week that this feels like, in a lot of ways, the end of the glee that everyone knew. Mm-hmm. And th- and that's like a very interesting place to be because I think of a show like How I Met Your Mother that's ending next week. Oh my goodness. And, and oh, like so they're, they're bringing back all of their old characters and glee in much the same way is doing that, but they still have another season and some change to go yeah absolutely um it's a weird thing because actually one of our um pe- one of the people who works here came in and said to marissa and i when we were watching like what do you think is going to happen at the end of of the series and i was like the end of the series i'm wondering what's happening at the end of the season like yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so far away from that point and um i just feel like you were talking about at this pace this pace and and we're having all these things happening like what more can happen oh my gosh but i Clearly, I, I thought that a year ago, so a lot more can happen. Mm-hmm. But I think that also just reflects life. When you graduate, where do you go? And like, if you move to a new town, you know, where do you go? Your life moves that fast, and you really don't know where life's going to take you. And I think, you know, emptying out the choir room is really sad because that's a character in and of itself. That's where everyone started. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. everyone's kind of finishing. Yeah. And just, like, seeing the emptiness and that visual representation, it really lets us know that it is ending and how emotional was it to see will in that room and with the voices especially finn for me personally that's what just got to me i couldn't even pay attention to all of the other voices because i knew it was coming i just kept Mm -hmm. saying marissa will for me i was like where's finn's where's finn's where's finn's and then it's so weird and especially because we always watch with the uh subcaptions under the screen so that we don't miss a word because you know sometimes things happen whatever so yeah. i'm reading it before we even hear it it's just to see his name on the screen it was such a bizarre feeling yeah. and i uh, yeah it was yeah. just one of those things where um we'll get into songs in a little bit here but when they sang don't stop believing i turned to sarah and i go you know who's missing from this is Corey. And then to hear his voice, you know, 10 minutes later. Right. And, and that's what I said to Rex. I was like, who's going to sing his part? Yeah. Who were they going to decide to go with to sing mm-hmm. his part? You can't really. Right. Which is why I thought, even though the entire group took it on, that it was the most fitting that Kurt came out singing with Rachel because who else would it be if not for him? And right. I, I did think, though, even though I thought that this number was amazing, it was one of my top two favorites of the episode. I really, really loved it. We had the whole projection thing going on, and I almost wanted to pull up a projection of him. I, I almost did, like a, a one one line of the song. It was a subtle and enough thing to have his voice in the choir room, but I, I don't know. I just, 
Like, it made me want to go back and listen to the old version over and over and over. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that song is so funny because I just feel like for any Gleek, you can never get enough of it. Like, I, I don't yeah. care. I don't care that this is the third time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This I is, do like, not care. the fourth time. Yeah. Oh. And somehow, I feel like with any other song, we would be like, really? They're doing it again? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, Glee. And this time, I was just like, you know what? It's, yeah, right. again, and it has new meaning. And every time they do it, there's something... Some that, new component. And that it. song is Glee for me. Because yeah, I, yeah. for me, when, when they first performed it, that was the moment when I was like, oh my gosh, this, they are so yeah. good. This is amazing. And it was like a powerful thing. So to go back to that in this episode specifically, I th- I thought was perfect. And you know, this song is Glee, like like you just said, but the Glee fans still love it and can't get enough of it. I mean, the f- the audience chose the song for them to perform. Right. right. Again, I admit, I chose this song when right. we were, when we had the ability to vote what song you wanted. Right, and I think that um, most importantly, or one of the most important things about it is that if you actually break down the lyrics, at its core, this is what the show is about. And especially in light of everything that's happened with Corey and Finn, remembering these lyrics, it's really important. And it's a reminder to them and it's a reminder to us. And because, as we talked about, it's life imitating art, imitating life. And it kind of the lines are blurred. The song is like, well, yeah. <laughs> it's corny, but don't stop believing. Right. You know? And it also felt so fitting um, when they did the video montage for Will. Um, to, so cool. To uh. his future child to have this kind of be the thing that was immediately after it. I thought that video montage was brilliant. I did not see it coming. I thought it was an awesome way to incorporate their feelings for Will and the end of Glee Club uh, and what they each said individually. I just thought that it was really smart and really cool. There's such a legacy now with the character of Will and the room and the auditorium. It was such a good way to like tie that together. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. we have to give props to the writers who wrote something so specific for each of those characters uh-huh. that it just was like the everything that the, each of their characters are about. Sandaller. Sandaller. Sand yeah. I actually thought one of the coolest parts about that video was um, when we were sitting with, obviously, my my fave couple, Santana, Brittany, <laughs> Brittana, and they're sitting there saying, I know that you think that, the, talking to the little kid, I know that you think that this is silly that one, at one point in time, women weren't, people judged women being with women and one, men being with men, but your dad was okay with that. And I, I think that that's so awesome because if you think about like interracial marriage or um, any sort of like thing against religion or whatever it is and now how far we've come with all these different things and how this right now gay marriage is still a thing and we're all like this is still a thing and Mm -hmm. thinking about and hoping that by the time that kid is of age it will no longer be a thing and that was just such a cool mentality to have i also immediately went to the point of i know i've watched some of my favorite shows back um on netflix and dvds and now some of those things like they didn't have cell phones you know and when you watch friends things like that and to go back and we'll be able to watch glee later on and be like it's not a thing anymore and that's pretty amazing that just goes to show how times have changed just within the last five years because when this show started that was still a controversial thing now it's more accepted and that's just five years ago yeah absolutely and to add with um the thoughts on the tribute video what i thought was so cool about it is you know glee club is so focused on you know these kids being in the spotlight and you know you know you tend to forget that there's somebody behind 
inspiring these kids to be in the spotlight. And so it kind of shifted focus back on Will, right. saying like, you know, your dad was the Fred Astaire of this and choir dancing and, and dancing. And- <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy because now I'm at the age where instead of having teachers, I have friends who are teachers, you know, and, and they're... 100%. They, and, mm-hmm. and it's such a bizarre thing talking to them and being like, you didn't really think of your teachers as people at the time, you know? They, mm-hmm. were, they were your teachers, but you don't think that they appreciate like the same kind of thank yous that you get you know they write on your test a plus great job but they never get that from you (laughs) so it's cool to see that these kids care about will as much as will cares about them Mm -hmm. and uh to also mention will is a great dancer we have to say he did an amazing dancing job tonight in uh party all the time (laughs) he wasn't the only one i I mean mean, that was a dance party there's like absolutely one move where like blaine's like totally rocking out i'm like that's my dance move the goofy thing (laughs) like yeah and mike chang with um with gwyneth with holly Mm, they were so so good I, I mean, feel like the chemistry um, with them was cool dance. I loved it as a music video. Again, I wasn't sure how it fit into the episode particularly, but I loved it. I was like, I, I can't get enough of this. Oh, but. absolutely. Marissa and I were confused as heck. <laughs> we were yeah. Su- yeah. We're we there. even rewinded. Oh, we did too. <laughs> we, we watched it twice. Marissa's like, like, did you catch that? Okay. And I'm like, uh-uh. But I I don't, she's like, but we don't care. And then the yeah. best part about the whole thing, because mm. sometimes Glee, you know, there'll be the classic numbers that everybody loves, but <laughs> we actually had somebody who is, uh, I don't know if you guys know Joe Gear. He's an After <laughs> yes. Buzz veteran yeah. here. Mm-hmm. We love him. And he walked in and was like, I love this song. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, it's amazing. So yeah. I just think that it's cool that it's such a wide audience and people who can appreciate right. it. And the song, she totally rocked it. And honestly, I don't even really care how we got to the disco club. Right. I, I don't care. Yeah. It yeah. Was okay. yeah. Things where I know we come down hard sometimes on the random song oh, collection yeah. in this room. But I was just like, this is so awesome. And they pulled out like all the stops for this that I don't care that it was super random. It worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> slash like, how fun would that be to film that? I wanted to be there. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. I and all the bubbles. Oh. Um, yes. There's yes. such a great energy about that performance. Yeah. I know. I know. There really was. Also, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, your body, man, like, uh, rocking. Are you serious with that thing? Yeah. And again, I mean, she's so talented with her singing and her dancing. And her performance skills. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. I mean, this is such a fun song. It's funny. Like, last week we were blasting part, um, party all the time as a, the Eddie Murphy version just last week <laughs> in the studio. And then they had this song in tonight's <laughs> episode of, like, Wow. Right, but That's awesome. can you guys please explain to me, because I have not seen this movie. Marissa, you have seen it. I really didn't understand what was going on at the top. She walked in. We know it's Holly Holiday's thing to do this, like... The dressing up. Dress- well, the, the character T- Temple Grandlin, she was talking about the movie, but Temple Grandlin is an actual real human um, person right, who had a, autism who set up this awesome invention that actually helped the behavior of livestock and in, in farming and stuff. So she revolutionized that in oh. that way. And, but then I had, like, no idea how that related Trans- to party <laughs> yeah, all it- the time. It was the most random transition ever that did not make sense. I think that's the point. I, I Honestly, that must be the point because there's no way it's going over all four of our heads. Like, it must be the point that she is so out there and random. Slash, everybody loves her. How is she Sue Sylvester's best friend? I don't really understand. No. And April Rhodes. 
and Will she used arrows. What? But right. yeah, in the transition, I mean, she, it was funny, but borderline offensive, if not completely offensive. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. But it, <laughs> I, I still didn't mind the big awesome number that followed with that, but I still didn't understand the transition. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that there's always room for fun and learning and that's like the biggest stretch that i can possibly mm-hmm. make and yeah. that's sure it. i'll buy it yeah i mean that that's where i that's the only way i could get there so okay but you can tweet us and let us know what you're thinking and but you can she means we need you to clearly <laughs> yeah. yes obviously we love hearing from you um you can also you know go on itunes rate comment we love hearing it i go on and read everything that uh you guys put up there, so it's really fun for us. You guys are awesome on YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah amazing. Amazing like, comments. The Gleeks are the best. Love 100%. It. So the other big thing that happened tonight, which I felt came out of nowhere in all honesty, graduation tonight was yeah. like, whoa. Well, we knew it was forward, coming, but it, did we know it was happening tonight? No, I thought no. it was a little further down the line. It's and just, considering it's March and yeah. they usually run in real time yeah. and graduation's not till another two months. Right, but we knew it. we were off time-wise when we just had nationals because yeah, usually nationals that. is closer to them. But it, I was just like, what? honestly, when Tina even walked in in the red robe, I was like, what is she doing in that robe? Like, why Why is she right. in that? And then like, I was like, being nostalgic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I don't understand. And then I was like, oh, because she's walking? Like, what? But in yeah. fairness, about like two, three episodes back, we did see them have the graduation robes and they were talking about graduation. And then, boom, it was tonight. And yeah. we had yeah. no warning. And we I also, think oh, we were just so focused on Glee Club ending tonight that we didn't realize, like, oh, shoot, there's going to be maybe another big thing like graduation happening. Oh, I right. mean, I knew that it was coming down the pipeline. I just didn't even think like oh they're gonna make both of those in, in one, one in one episode right well we knew because we covered we paid attention to the news and gossip that we are moving to new york after this so it kind of seems more realistic and that we're not going to get a lot of the new directions on the show um so that probably should have tipped us off but it was like say it ain't so why are we leaving mckinley yeah. also um i'm a little confused about I know that Emma's no longer going to be, but she wasn't in this episode tonight and at all, at yeah. all, or last week's, and it was a little confusing it to just, me. It just mm. felt like someone was missing, right? It's, yeah, it, like I definitely noticed that she wasn't there. That's I mean, what I, with I, such I, a I know, big transition for Will, like yeah, you would yeah. think she'd be there to support him at least, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah, I, so. I, I know that we can't always have everyone back in one episode, but we still have the original cast members, yeah. which I feel like you always, someone always has to go if you're going to bring someone back someone else has to leave and that was their balance there trust me i'm not complaining like i would have loved to have emma there it was great though i mean it's still everything that i could have asked for from how about these episodes. The, yeah what about that one scene we get Ryder and jake and marley and uh, all of them that was like hysterical like, it was a little hey guys yeah, yeah that was a muffin moment oh that was such a muffin moment <laughs> hashtag muffin moment. muffin moment i love it but i feel like they had to give them a scene in mm-hmm. the episode and yeah. then that was it well i mean even it was sweet it was sweet and i i think as a junior you would have that kind of oh my gosh these people that have been a part of our lives are are leaving and so it was nice to have that moment right but i don't know why to me when i closed my eyes it felt like these were the actors talking about leaving the show like right it was kind of a weird well you have to think where does it go from here because there's no more glee club not, and McKinley, yeah. and um, are they going to go jump not, ship to Carmel High? <laughs> you or know I mean? or is 
they're going to be some sort of a spinoff with the vocal adrenaline or what? Yeah. I, I, I hope we get to see more of those characters in some capacity. I don't know. Right, because we were completely strung along with this whole Marley Ver- and Jake and Ryder thing, so... Right. You know, yeah, they I, could start their own band. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say like I don't think that we have like a tight conclusion on on that storyline yet. So I'm hoping that we A tight we don't have a loose conclusion. There's no conclusion. We're in the middle of the book. But right? I I did think it was good on the producers part to give them at least one scene and yeah. have them reflect as well because we saw everyone else's reflection yeah. on the ending of Glee Club, but their new perspective because they are the newer. If people. no other word, it was necessary. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we, mm-hmm. like it, you have to give yeah, it to them. You have yeah. to. Yeah, wasn't my favorite part of the episode, but I was like, all right, no, but <laughs> okay, they it make sense. They do yeah. deserve a scene to Definitely. voice their opinions as well. But sorry, going back to the graduation, it was just so fast, and I was just surprised they weren't singing during it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a celebratory song during the whole it graduation felt, ceremony. There was so much in this episode that meant so much the graduation kind of paled in comparison to like don't stop believing and will and the, it was just the, something like okay they're done graduated graduating and move on but that there was, was two really big moments of graduation for me i'm sure you guys know what i'm talking about number yeah. one would be becky where everybody gives the standing o which was absolutely incredible the sweetest. that was of sweet, course yeah. and, and sue's reaction and just giving her that yeah. big hug i i just uh, the fact that everybody stood up and everybody was so excited, I just thought it was amazing. And she was so happy. And uh, like you're saying, Sue's hug. And then number two, and obviously we'll talk about how we got to this point a little later on, but Brittany walking was so freaking cool. Yeah. And that Santana did that for her, just like, you know, Britanna. Yeah. But I just love both those moments. But other than that, graduation, who? Uh, the thing <laughs> that was like more meaningful to me was when Tina, Blaine, Artie, and Sam all got together in the choral room and saying, um, it's a loser like me, a new version. So that was my favorite number of the night. Mine yeah. too. Ah! We agreed. Agreed. We agreed. Okay. That was so good. Rexy was has so a lot to good. say. I love that they slowed so it down good. like that. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to say, I think it was better than the original. Um, 100p. Like, I am. Yeah. sorry sometimes when i get really excited i like make up my own words and stuff whatever i honestly thought the original was great i thought that they did a great job this version was like boom look how awesome we are and also tina where have you been my whole life this voice is incredible that you the last couple episodes i'm just blown away by you and the song and the piano and you guys and just Mm, it was mm. it's harmonies were gorgeous yeah it's been a long time honestly where i've had a song on glee that i was like i immediately need to download it i want to play it on repeat in my car and this is what (laughs) that song was for me i I was like i just couldn't get enough i agree because rax and i we immediately played the song after the episode yeah we found it on youtube right after because we didn't have time to get it downloaded it was so good but I honestly was like, Marissa, how are we going to start this episode with this song? And she's like, Rox, it's too slow. And I'm like, Marissa, I don't care. Well, maybe we can end the episode with that song. Maybe. Yeah. But you know what's great? It's because this is an, an original song that was originally on Glee. So, And I loved how they went with the creative uh, choices with it because it is their own song, so they can go any they other way. They do whatever the hell they want. 
not. Exactly. And they did. And I love cool. the second time around. It was so It was slower, more acoustic, more meaningful this time. I mm. also love when Glee can make something their own. I always talk about it on this show. And that felt like they not only did it once. The first time, I loved that version of the song. I love have it. it on my iPod. Like, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. And then um, this one, it felt like a new song in so many ways. Right, absolutely. I'm glad the first one came out first, though, because, you know, if this had come out at that time when they're trying to give some punch, this didn't give that sort of, like, Mm -hmm. but it was, like, listen to my words, listen close, lean into the TV. So cool. And talking about lyrics that really fit, like, just, like, picturing flashbacks of all these slushies and all these freaks, and I'm like, I'm a freak, and I'm a loser like you, and I'm a man, and yeah. I'd be home with you. Yeah, totally. And it was so different, because for a second, I had to turn to Stephanie and say, wait, wait, what is this song? We played the original. I didn't recognize it. And then we had to go back, and we played the original. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I just remember them throwing slushies in the confetti and that yeah. just like such a for lack of a better term like a party number yeah and then to have it be this like slow and so meaningful was amazing just right um, yeah lyrically you just heard it and so it much fit tonight. into the episode mm-hmm. talking about tina not knowing what she was gonna do so i just was like this number a works b sounds incredible c like what yeah <laughs> um, c like wasn't really a c. thing it's just like <laughs> it was my favorite i i think that another Muffin. thing that you know, is going to be your favorite tonight. Let's get into Santana and Brittany. <gasps> Brittana. Oh, oh my God. They're love. just like in love. The lilies. And they're I totally mean. going to Lesbos. Yeah. <laughs> Lesbo Island. I loved it. Um, I mean, the lilies were just a start of something so sweet. Like, I don't understand why people don't do that for me every day of my life. I feel like I'm a good person and I feel like I'm a loser like them. <laughs> so where are my lilies? I feel I'll like get people you probably try Roxy. I'm fishing. I'm fishing right now. <laughs> my birthday's July 13th in case anybody wants to send me some lilies. Or yeah. Um, but like, beautiful. I mean, so sweet. And also, what I love about that relationship is that they're so supportive of each other. Not just like, oh, we want to hold hands and be cute together, but it's like supportive of life choices and who they are as people. And I think that that's really rare in high school and just such a great example. Right. And also, they'll call each other out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brittany can be real with Santana and like say like, hey, you really don't care about being on Broadway and your, your motives are not what you think it is. And then Santana did the same thing with Britney. Which I thought was really freaking cool. The one moment I was kind of curious about was when Santana said, I know that you don't want to be at MIT. That's not what your life is supposed to be. That's not what you want. And you also don't want to be with me. And I was like, Santana, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. Um, I wish she never even said that because it's so not true because Britney wants to be with you. She wants to go to the island. She wants to run away with you. Um, But it, it made me really think about things and okay so i i found something out this weekend actually i think it was last week and i want to know what your guys opinion is on it so apparently there's this thing about being compatible and i didn't tell you guys this did i tell us okay. what is no, it? Go for it and you're supposed to ask somebody three questions to know if you're compatible ah, the first one no. is do they like horror movies the second one is have they ever traveled in a foreign country alone? And the third one is would they pick every do they want to pick everything up and just go live on a boat somewhere? Okay, so those are the three questions that you're supposed to be compatible with somebody. Whatever. And I was thinking in this moment, like, uh oh, does Brittany want to go pick up and live on a boat somewhere and Santana's not into that? But then they were both into leaving and coming back and it was just so cool. Wait, so you're saying that they they should answer the same way? Yeah, you're supposed to answer yeah, the same those. way for all three questions and then that's supposed to mean uh-oh. you're compatible. <laughs> 
I know. I'm questioning my yeah, yeah, my I'm like really thinking right now. I, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say though, I feel like Santana and Brittany. I I think they were very compatible in those three questions. Okay, so horror movies, yes, they would both like them. We think, yes. Okay, would uh, have you ever traveled alone in a foreign country? Well, I think more in this case it would be would you? you, Would you? And I think they both would. Yeah, Yeah. they both would. And then would they pick up everything and just go live on a boat? Absolutely. I kind of think they would. Yeah, I mean, because Brittany's going to drop MIT and Santana dropped her life to go to New York, so they don't care. They're so yeah, they're right. Put them together, they'll do anything. Well, together. they are going to Lesbo Island, so they have to take a boat to get there. Yeah. And then they're going to Hawaii, and it's like, <laughs> oh, again, where's my Hawaii trip? I just don't get it. <laughs> you know who I have more questions about, though, in terms of compatibility? Puck and Finn. I, or, oh. Oh. <laughs> Finn. Quinn. Sorry, as I'm no. talking very quickly. No, you got it. You got uh, it. Quick. Quinn. We were thinking about quick. Finn, that's why. Um, Quinn and Puck. You know what? I like them together. Now, I, I admit I wasn't the biggest Quinn and Puck fan when they first started out because I'm like, Quinn, you could do so much better. Puck is such a bad boy. You don't belong with them. But now that Puck has gotten straightened out his life, he's a good guy. I can see it. I really can. There's nothing better than a bad boy who's an actual good guy. I was going to yeah. say, like, a reformed mm-hmm. bad boy. Yeah, is. like, yeah. Mm, baby. <laughs> and then in a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so cute together, though. No, they are. They are so cute adorable. together. And I, I do know what you mean. I Obviously, they're not Britanna to me, but I still love them. But I did get an interesting tweet from a fan today, um, uh-huh. and I really appreciate it. I'll, I'll try to pull it up by the end of the episode to give them credit. But they were saying how sad it was to look at Rachel's face when the, when the two of them were singing their song yeah. because it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're rubbing stuff in her face, you know. But she is happy for everyone, and she is trying. But it was it's just hard when we're talking about having like these replacement couples yeah. when Finchel was endgame for us, you know? Yeah. So it was a really weird moment, but I do like Puck and Quinn. Who knows if they are endgame or if they'll make it, but for now, I think it works. I, I agree. I mean, there are like some of the originals and I and I do appreciate mm-hmm. that coupling. I just wasn't sure like exactly if they're endgame. Like I do appreciate them right now as a couple. I just don't know that they are the couple that I think of being together forever. Mm-hmm. It's, that it's enough right now in the way that they're relating to each other that though that it feels like it's worth the shot. It's worth seeing how it plays out at the very least. I appreciate the fact though that they didn't try to jump to an engagement or something crazy. It was just like I accept dating you and I mm-hmm. I would rather be with you than anybody else. And I thought that that was a fair place to be at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to give yeah. credit to Aaron Kelly who was the one who tweeted that. Awesome. At E.K. Kelly 77. Yeah. yeah. And, and Quinn did mention the the line that like uh, Puck was the only person she could be truly honest with, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you need in your significant other, someone who could you can be truly yourself with and be honest. Right, but that's yeah. not the only thing you need in a significant I'm not other. That's but the only, it, right, but no. it helps. Absol- yeah. I mean, it's, it is very important. It's yeah. necessary. It just you never know with other things. But I I do think that they are compatible as of now. We're talking about who lives together or whatever, but she did have this amazing quote. You guys know I'm obsessed with the quotes. I gotta find it. Um, I'd rather do hard with you than easy with anyone else. That's a phenomenal. Are you serious? Like, that's everything. That is everything. But that shows that they're willing to work at the relationship. Mm -hmm. Even though we, as an audience, as a collective whole, might not think they're good together, they are going to work hard at a relationship. And no relationship should be easy. Yeah. Yeah, and I or love... Or it can be easy. Right, it can be easy. Because usually they're 
Yeah. The the best ones are the hardest ones. What did yeah. you guys think about their their announcement that they made in the choir room? That they're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. So cute. They made it a thing. Like they made it a point to announce it. Well, I, I, it seemed like she hadn't told him the yeah, answer. Yeah. Which is cute. I, that was really like a cute way of doing it and felt very glee to me in all honesty. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I loved also their performance tonight. I yeah. loved the song. Yeah, it's Pink's Just Give Me a Reason and <sighs> It's a fun one. It was. It, I always like them together. I like. I do enjoy them together as a musical pairing as well. So right. their voices go weirdly well together. Yeah, they really do. She has such an angelic voice. Uh, but I. I have to point this out. Even though I know we voted on these songs, and I thought the song sounded amazing, and when I looked at it visually, they were so happy and it's so cute. But it's so not what this song is about and I'm so into lyrics that it's kind of confusing. Like, this song is a breakup song, pretty much. I I don't think it's a breakup song. I think it's a song about a relationship that's having already having a hard time while they're together. They're just having a rough time uh, together. And then I feel like this is their relationship. They they were together, they were apart, and now they're back together again. They're having their ups and downs. So much like the the lyrics that because the lyrics are saying we're not broken we're bent that it shows that they're having yeah they're having love each chance. other again it's we're not broken just bent like give me re- i i just think of it as you broke up with somebody else and you're trying to move on and learn to love again with someone else i just the it didn't work for me the song but i i thought that they did an amazing job and i think that they had to use the song after we voted on it and it was the only people who could use it so but it, it still lyrically just was kind of off Okay, so you didn't love the song selection, but you thought the performance was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Love. You it. get me. Love. Love. I, uh, loved it. Got it. Um. <laughs> so let's talk about New York. This big change that's happening. They're all going to New York now, and I guess except for sh- Tina. Tina is going to Brown, which Brown. is huge for her. I think that that's been her goal for a long time. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see her achieve that. I, I find it amazing how all these people can easily get into the schools that <laughs> the they want to of- colleges no worries. they always but give us the scare like- oh i didn't go get yeah. in oh but i did you know, you know isn't like, that the way that it works it's- for everyone i feel like that's <laughs> i mean it's it's good for glee i get it that's not real life but if they're yeah. going to like make it at least a little bit realistic to have someone not get into their dream school i was gonna say a wait list anyone <laughs> yeah, yeah with blaine getting into niata also and tina getting in uh, and Kirk got into Niata too. I know. Yeah. I, I just need to take a minute to discuss Tina. Um, so, is I'm confused. Tina's adopted and kind of Jewish, half Jewish. Is that do okay? Yeah. Did we know Tina was adopted? Mm, I didn't know. I didn't know. And did we? Is she Jewish or is she just applying to the Jewish school? Is she half Jewish? The well, Cohen she, part's Jewish. Is Cohen Jewish? I'm Cohen not, is a Jewish. Cohen writer. is usually Jewish. Well, <laughs> Typically. Yeah. Not always, but a lot maybe, of times. Yeah. yeah. She is. Half. We got confused with that. We're like, eh, maybe she is half Jewish. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that they mention it. Maybe her, I'm trying to remember now, her mother. It didn't seem new to me. But I remember there being something about that previously. But I think that it's not been obviously a huge part of her character. So maybe that's why it became Mm -hmm. somewhat of a surprise. Which just made me realize, as much as I think I know about most of these characters, I'm like, Tina girl, I don't know that much about you. Right. Yeah, Yeah. and that's the sad part because we've seen, like, family members of everyone else, the father, brother, here, here and there, but we haven't seen any of Tina's family. Did we ever get Artie's family? And Blaine, we got Artie's mom. We know that Blaine wants more of his family yeah. to be shown, too. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we saw 
Blaine's, Blaine's brother. brother. Yeah. But yeah. He, even that, like, we see at least one family member from everybody else, but we haven't seen anybody from Tina's, which I think they should do that so we can help build Tina's background and her character. Because we're yeah, always no saying wonder. Tina's not a strong person. I was like, well, no one's taking the freaking opportunity to build her character and her backstory. I know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's <laughs> Sorry, that's just me <laughs> getting upset really that Asians <laughs> are not getting appreciated in the show. You know what we can't... Yeah, the people which I miss Mike. Mike is amazing. I know. Yeah. I agree. Okay. You know what we can appreciate, though, Marissa? That they went for it tonight and did a chums or friends... That was awesome. A uh, little, like... That was so flash. cute. I don't even know what to call so it. Like, uh... I mean, considering Friends is like other yeah. than Glee, which I'm obsessed with, the best show of all time. Um, I just thought that this was amazing <laughs> and wanted to see more of this. I, I, how did they even? How did this come about? Well, we we mentioned in news and gossip a few weeks ago that uh, Leah Michelle thought that all of them going to New York was going to be like friends. Right. So this was right. a little, like, her interview was a little call-out to this moment, I feel like. Just brilliant? Yeah. And where? Where did it you was, come from? It was funny. It was hysterical. It made me think that the time when uh, Tina fell into the fountain and then knocked her head and she had this whole alternate life, you know, the... Um, Muppet one? No, that, no, that, oh, that was the, Blaine's. Oh. But uh, that was, like... Season three graduation episode, but uh, you know, and then having Tina have another parallel universe going on in her head, and then like even the five minute or whatever how long this small funny segment was with all of them in the same apartment, having the the co- comedic side like in front of a live kind of sitcom mm-hmm. version, and even having the laugh track underneath yes, it. I was like, that was it would be best. awesome to have like a whole Glee episode just like that. I uh, yeah, I would not mind that also, one bit. Also so the diner being the coffee shop like, yeah. uh, um, amazing yeah. and I just like really needed them to have an entire episode I need them to call it chums or friends whatever yeah. I don't care I need it to be an entire 44 minutes or whatever it is it was- I, I didn't get enough of it although I understand because we had a lot to discuss tonight we wouldn't have really been able to work that into an entire chums episode no. but just pure genius but a great um, little parody yeah. and I love that they kind of switched up the girls looks too to match the character from a hundred uh, yes. <laughs> yeah yeah right. yeah monica anyone also sam is a blonde joey so right. <laughs> just was- awesome but it was their their fun just glimpse at what new york life could be exactly and then we also saw mercedes and rachel i don't know or i guess sorry rachel and santana i don't know saying tonight uh it was after the mercedes and rachel from last week so right, on the topic yeah. of rekindling right so rachel and santana trying to like rekindle that relationship before everyone makes the big move to new york right mm-hmm. i thought it was really interesting that they both caved tonight rachel caves saying i will give you 10 performances which in my opinion knowing rachel barry is huge that's a so lot out of because character. rachel never gets sick her voice never, you know, yeah. She, yeah. there's no way she was going to miss a performance and saying, I will give you 10. You can take them all together. You can take them specific days. You, you can choose, invite your family. Yeah. You choose. I will give you 10 performances. That is effing huge. Yeah. And then Santana turning that down. And then Santana coming full circle and saying she was going to drop completely. I was not expecting that. I was right. also, when Santana didn't accept that initial offer, I was just like, what does she want? Like, yeah. She, yeah. Rachel well, is like giving Rachel's her compromising right now. Yeah. Right. I was so irritated with Santana in that moment mm-hmm. because she had the opportunity to just drop it right then and there. Wait, were you original Team Santana? 
Yes. Okay. Yes, she but was. But then, but then I switched teams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, but I thought that it was interesting because when they were originally having the conversation, Rachel says, "I just don't get it," and Santa, Tana said, "Yep." And I was thinking to myself, what don't we know? And it is kind of true that Rachel wasn't understanding the bigger picture it, uh, in terms of the way that Brittany understood Santana's bigger picture. You know, this this wasn't about what Rachel was thinking. Like, she's just trying to take me down. This is about Santana. This is not what she wants to do. And this is what came to her. And she wants to be in, you know. And Rachel could never have been that person. It had to be Brittany. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they just sometimes they don't see eye to eye. And that happens amongst friends. Yeah, um, but I'm glad that they finally capped this that storyline off because like, we phew. we had to have resolution. This fight has been ongoing for a f- good five episodes already, so they had to wrap that up. Are we going to get them back as roommates? Hopefully, they're, yeah. They they were talking about that. Yeah, I think I think so. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, people in that apartment. It would be my guess. It, well, good it thing is, it's huge because, it of course, we can afford that in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, what did we think of the performance, their performance tonight? Rachel and Santana, of course, saying, saying be okay, which is... It was cute. Mm. Um, I thought that they did a really good job. Again, I had a little bit of an issue with the song selection. Yeah. I, I just feel like we could have picked something incredible. They have two of the best voices on the show. That was my issue, is that I love these two together, and I think they have amazing voices and this song was while it wasn't their fault it was just a little underwhelming it was a cute ditty yeah Yeah. and you're just like okay like that Mm -hmm. was sweet and yeah simple yeah i think yeah i I think the only reason why they picked the song was the lyric choices it fit the best with the storyline that was going on that they are okay with each other i believe we'll be okay that that was one of the main lyrics and it makes us as the audience believe that they're going to be okay as right. friends and move on. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. called Be Okay, and, be okay. It, and it was you know, just honey. okay. You know, yeah. like... Yeah, it was. Uh, and I think, th- but again, that was they, the only reason why they probably had the song was just because the lyrics matched the storyline. Yeah. Right, it would have been kind of weird if they they sang a song about being best friends, so I understood yeah. that, yeah. but... I don't know. I, I just think we, we could have. I think there are so many better though. friendship songs yeah. out there. Yeah. That or they put making the past the past or something like that or moving yeah. on or taking something to the next or level. Like or like New York yeah. City. Yeah. Like yeah. That, something. Yeah. That's what I'm really excited about is to have everyone in New York and. I know. And like see what kind of amazing performances they right. do there because I mm-hmm. think that that's going to open a whole new. And having, having Adam Lambert still there, it's yeah. like, yeah. There's going to yeah. be so much new, new, new. Yeah, exactly. New but directions. Before we new, new directions. Move on to new, new directions. New York directions. We, uh, ooh. ooh. Muffin. Do we like that? Do we like that? <laughs> Amazing. We have not talked about the first song of the night, though, I Am Changing, which is, of course, a dream girl song, oh. and Kurt and Mercedes sang it. I really enjoyed this performance. I thought they did a really nice job of it. Mercedes stole it for me, and all oh, she's so good. Yo, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I wrote in my though. notes. I was like, I can't hear Kurt. I yeah. can uh-huh. only hear Mercedes. It's so her yeah. style, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, it's her vocal range, and that is the Dream Girls, you know, performance. Right. I, I thought that she knocked out of the park. I thought Kurt did a good job. Um, it wasn't as much geared towards him as it was towards her. Uh, for the first song of the night, I was like, okay, I'll buy it. But it, it wasn't, it didn't blow me away, like... Don't Stop Believing did. Right. Um, 
or a couple other ones tonight. That, that was another song, though, where where it was like, how did we get into this? So they were arguing over tater tots. Yeah, and it just... Yeah. And then, <laughs> then they made up. And but, then they're like, that's petty. Yeah. yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Let's sing a song together about but, it. But, you know, it's funny because I believe there was actually an episode back in season one where Mercedes was talking about tater tots, and that was, I think... If I remember correctly, that was the episode where Mercedes was like questioning her weight and all that right. stuff. You and, baffle like, me. Even remembering that she remembers those know. little the, things, right? The choices of eating sh- that she shouldn't eat tater tots. So I think they just brought it back <laughs> to that for some odd random. You reason. literally are a gleopedia. <laughs> yeah, like, gleopedia. What just, <laughs> random things stick with me? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you guys remember that exact moment? Um, it was actually minute thirty-two, second sixty. <laughs> oh, I guess that would make minute thirty-three. Um, in episode <laughs> like tomato, huh, tomato. I mean, we're all gleeks, but you <laughs> you got some serious. You take it to another level. Yeah. Yeah. We're I'm super sorry. proud of you for it, nerd. We Gleek-y-dum. love you on the show. That being said, ready for some news and gossip? Uh, yeah. After Buzz TV News. So uh, Chris Colfer is obviously more than just an actor. He's written numerous things, including his own book and um, Struck by Lightning, yep. which is a movie that I think has Sarah Hyland from Modern that Family. That's a good movie. Have you seen it? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. I have not seen it yet. I need to Very good. Go Netflix watch it. it. Um, yeah, so he um, has a children's novel, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. series now, which is crazy. Cool. But he's also going to be writing an episode of Glee, which yes! I'm super excited huh. about. That's, That's awesome. going to be amazing. And uh. he says, usually when I'm writing a project, it only affects me, but sometime, but now it affects everyone I'm working with. Sometimes I want to torture my castmates a bit. But I so, do feel like who's better to write it than him? He knows them so well and nice. all the characters. Cool. Yeah. What an opportunity for him that they I would know. let him do that. That's crazy. Shows that they love their cast and they yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah. I think it'd be good for him because even watching Struck by Lightning movie, he knows how to write the voices of so many different people. Yeah. Of people of his age. So I think it's perfect opportunity for him to speak for everyone. Yeah, he's been, he says that he's been stuck in um, his character's head for six years, and so yeah. now it's time to explore everybody's character. Everybody's when are voices. we going to get that? Do we have any idea? Uh, we don't yet. Um, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know. Awesome. Thank you, Steph. Uh, I know, I gotta right? keep you around. I gotta keep you guys around. <laughs> Always need a muffin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was all about nostalgia as well, and don't stop believing kind of definitely rung true to all of us and uh, I believe BuzzFeed did an interview with the cast talking about that first experience uh, filming uh, Don't Stop Believing and they talk about that it felt like camp at the time. They didn't really all know each other. Um, Kevin McHale says it felt like camp at the time because we're all trying to figure out what this show was. None of us knew what we were doing and then Leah Michelle says, oh we got into trouble um, we got in trouble <laughs> for goofing off during Matthew Morrison's coverage so, like, they had a really good time, and I think it was at this point, I've heard in past interviews, that they kind of knew that this show was going to be... Something special. Something mm-hmm. special. Um, yeah, and Amber Riley says it's the first time we got in trouble with Ryan, but it happened many times after. So they definitely, and it took them, this is my favorite part, actually, it took them a day and a half to shoot. They re-choreographed it 12 times. Oh, my God. <laughs> think, think about how long all of these numbers would take if that's what they did. Yeah. For everything. So that's yeah. crazy to think about. And now they're just like in, out, on, five. 
I'm so glad they they took them that many times to get it right to make it that memorable the very first time. Right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the number that either it was the very end of the pilot episode in 2009. Yes, it was. And so you, make or break. It was make or break, and I think they did the pilot, if I recall, that May before the fall season premiered. They they premiered it after American Idol. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it was one of those things where you were either hooking audiences or or you weren't, and you, you know, I would think that the season was and in then was a sensation like, yeah. immediately. Didn't, didn't yeah. Glee had that weird break? They aired like the first five episodes and then they waited all these months to air the rest of the I season. believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, re- I just remember that the first episode aired after, I believe, the American Idol finale. Mm-hmm. But so what, a was, good, what a good launch pad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you have Leah Michelle talking about how we've talked about it on the show, Rachel Stiles evolution. The evolution of Rachel's style is huge on this show. And she says that what's funny is that it's had different vibes over the years from quirky to, you know, sexy and all these different things. Um, She's loving what they're doing in New York right now, which is a little sexier. But she says that actually some fans really loved the, like, sweater wearing Rachel Mm -hmm. from high school. Um, And she said everyone thought that was sexy. And um, I've got, like, a bulldog on my sweater. So I just think that it's really funny that she and fans can appreciate all of that. Did you notice that she was a little bit more like her old Rachel self during Don't Stop Believing? I loved her outfit, by the way, in that song. But it was was such a tribute to old her. I thought it was so funny when Marissa and I actually paused on the invitation um, for Will to come into the room. And it said, attire. Um, jeans and sweater vest tie optional, which yeah. was just so cute yeah. and like how everybody's style yeah. is cool. Adorable. Yeah. Really, really sweet. Um, so run to do predictions. I mean, we've talked oh, a you, little bit. You, you know, before we actually do that, sorry. Um, I know Roxanne and I, when we were watching it, we were talking about how they were supposed to have another number in tonight's episode, the total eclipse of the heart. Yeah. And it, uh, I was reading the news, like it actually did get cut because, yeah. um, mm. April Rose was supposed to sing it along and with Will. Like, yeah, and Will. But thinking, had they kept that number in this episode, how would they transition into that? Yeah. yeah and I what s- would they have not in the show? Yeah, I did see that on the initial song list when I looked it up a few days ago. So that is true. That that was missing tonight. Yeah, but but thinking like the whole storyline that was going on in this tonight's episode, I don't think it fit either. Yeah. Um. I. It was unnecessary. So yeah. I'm glad they made the executive decision to not air it to, to yeah. cut it. But it is available. Yeah. So and for all you Glee fans who still want to listen to it, which I'm sure is every single one of us, like running to my computer right now. Yes. But, sorry, right. I just had to mention that. So. No, that's nice. Good. Good mention. Behind the scenes sure. tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. Predictions. Let's do it. Predictions. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. This is gonna be the best day of my life. That's in it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, you Marissa. (laughs) Don't like you too as much. I I can't leave you hanging. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we see that in scenes for next week. Come on. I mean, that's a fun song. I mean, I think they're all gonna get together, sing big numbers in New York, and just hit up the town. More importantly, more importantly, oh yeah, Sam's hair is coming on. Oh my gosh, his model dreams are going to come to life. You're like, why are you touching my hair? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just like, wait, what? Um, that's hilarious because I've seen Cord over street. I think I've mentioned on the show before. I see him out and about all the time. And uh, look at you, you fancy, huh? Sorry, where are you hanging out? Oh, oh, when when I like 
literally I'm going to the grocery store. It's nothing too exciting. <laughs> but uh, that being said, he's about, and yes, his hair is now shorter. So so you mean you watch the show with him and he's a good buddy of yours? And you know it because yeah, I, I don't <laughs> ever watch the show with you, Roxy. It's <laughs> actually true. That is true. <laughs> but you have me, Steph. I know. I, I watch with Sarah. Cool. Don't worry. Um, but yes, his hair is shorter, so I'm excited to see what that does on the show for him. I'm coming grocery shopping with you. Oh, yeah. Please do. <laughs> and I'm actually curious whether they cut it on the show or whether they he cut it, they put extensions in, then they cut it, or how they did that. Mm-hmm. If you guys know, let us know. But, you know, moving to moving to a big city, you're changing your life. You, you need a change. You need a physical change. That's what Rachel did when she moved to New York. She changed her whole outfit and her whole wardrobe and stuff. Absolutely. So I think it's very fitting for Sam to get over his long ponytail that seriously needs to be mm-hmm. cut. And I know that there are issues to come because everybody living in New York can't be all fun. Yeah, but no. I really hope the next episode we just are hit with like barrels of laughs like this is amazing <laughs> so that when those problems come we can remember the good times utopia yeah. of new york yeah yeah i mean i think it's gonna be if the past seasons of glee have been any indication a real roller coaster of where it's going because i think you're gonna have more of the drama especially if they're all living together because we we know some of the seniors mentioned living together and then you have you know santana and uh and Rachel living together. You're, there's going to be drama, but I just hope that they can have those light moments as well. I think Santana might actually move out of the apartment now that Britannia. she's going to be with yeah. Brittany. True. Well, I don't know. They'll probably share a room, so yeah. maybe. Share what a bed, maybe. share a room. Uh, for some reason, I think that Adam Lambert's character is going to get in the middle of Blaine and I know Blaine and Kurt because for a we saw bit. that we yeah. saw that yeah. little thing with the kissy and the phone and the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to see Becky anymore? Do we know? I don't know. I'm not ready to let her go. No, Maybe I think she'll like Skype in or something yeah, like it, that. I mean, I think every time we'll see Sue, we'll see Becky. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe Fair. Sue will hire Becky as a personal assistant. Now I, that she doesn't work at this, or she's oh. not a student, just as a personal employee. That's All I can say is I'm 100% ready, not ready, not ready to let her go. Let any of them go. I, mm. I don't want to like say goodbye to McKinley yet. I mean, but... we just got some of them back. Like, yeah. Come yeah. On. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Well, (laughs) we're all like, oh, Glee. Well, thank you so much for watching and hanging out with us. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Sarah with an H Mendoza. And I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. See you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, please. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.